it's time for Rain and Shine, your weekly regional science update, where we explore how the planet works and how we work with the planet. Peonia's flower is most certainly the lovely and locally iconic peony. However, at this time of year, it could be easy to say that the sunflower is giving our lovely pink flower friends a run for their money when it comes to that title. Pretty much anywhere you look these days, their bright yellow flowers can be seen bending in the breezes, surrounded by buzzing and fluttering multitudes of birds, bees, and butterflies. Yes, I am willfully ignoring the grasshoppers at this point. While we can't say the sunflower is our town's official flower, it is appropriate to say that the sunflower is the original flower of this place and has been feeding a lot of bodies for a very long period of time. Sacred and abundant, and a staple in human consumption and animal feed, cosmetics, dyes, and ceremony, the sunflower has, for centuries, been cultivated by peoples throughout the continents today we call North, Central, and South America. There are about 50 subspecies of sunflowers, many native to our very own Rocky Mountains. There is evidence of the sunflower as far back as 1000 BC. And many scientists believe that our modern sunflower was cultivated and perfected over thousands of years by Native Americans, who, beginning with a bushy, multi-headed, small-flowered plant, created the grand single-stem plant bearing a large flower laden with oil and mineral-rich seeds, which we know today. Used for oil, milling for flour, roasted to make a coffee-like drink, or cracked and mixed with other seeds and nuts, sunflowers hold uses almost as numerous as the 1 to 2,000 tiny flower heads which become seeds in each single sunflower. In addition to feeding humans and animals, the sunflower holds a variety of other sacred and medicinal roles in both indigenous and modern cultures. They were known to be worshipped in Peru by the Aztecs, who made images of them out of gold in their temples, and whose priestesses wore their bright yellow flower crowns in ceremony. The Navajo used it in their sun sand painting ceremonies, while the Hopi saw them as indicators of abundance, believing there would be a large harvest if the number of sunflowers that grew was also large. Medically speaking, the sunflower seems to have had all sorts of uses. The Dakota people were known to use an extract of sunflower to treat chest pains and pulmonary problems. The Cherokee drank an infusion to help with kidney troubles. The Paiute used sunflower roots to alleviate rheumatism, and the Zuni tribe is said to this day to use a sunflower poultice to draw venom from snake bites. Different tribes also use sunflowers to create purple, black, and yellow dyes for decoration, and sunflower oil in the production of sunscreens, paint soaps, hair treatments, and even candles. The plant's sturdy, fibrous stem has also been known to be used in temporary construction. There are, of course, many more uses for this plant, some which may only exist in the knowledge of native elders, and many which have been lost to colonization. The sunflower was discovered by European explorers in 1510, and Spanish sailors were the first to bring it back to Europe, where it was named Helianthus anus. In Greek, helios means sun and anthos means flower. Anus refers to the time period of a year, similar to the word annual. Thus the name sunflower which blooms annually. Today, sunflowers flourish throughout and feed the world, acting as core agricultural crops not only in the U.S., but in Russia, Spain, France, Germany, Italy, Egypt, India, and Japan. In addition to everything that the sunflower brings us, it is also uniquely known for a behavior it exemplifies. 
heliotropism, or the following of the sun across the sky. I can relate to this as the days get shorter, I too am noticing when the sun rises and sets. You've been listening to Rain and Shine, a production of the Learning Council, produced by Corey Stanton and written and narrated by me, Calla Rose Ostrander. To submit your nature and science questions, email us at rainshineweekly at gmail.com or visit our Facebook page. And thanks for listening.